0: Hello, 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 good morning, well it's morning right now for me (laughs) and welcome back to young survivor young thriver we are in season two episode four and I am excited to be here with you again. Um, Last time I said that I was completing sharing from my scars but there's one more part and. um, I'm just going to dive right on into it. So my um, last ended talking about the interactions that I had with this particular physician and how unfavorable and um, really uh, draining, taxing, and and depleting um, that was. And it, like I said, it was definitely a really hard time. I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think isolated from other things, it would have been different. But, you know, sometimes in life, it's almost like, um, I don't want to say when it rains it pours but because I I really try to watch my words um this is not only in the in in my faith but this is just in general some people that you know are believers or not believers or whatever the case may be there's this whole thing about you know the power of our words and that we can really speak um, or manifest what we want. Um, and you hear this with a lot of motivational speakers as well that not, that aren't necessarily, you know, again, um, considering themselves to be Christians. So, yeah, um, just with your words that you say, I, I really do try to be careful. Now, in that same vein, I'm not one of those because I, you know, a lot of times I think we kind of teeter-totter, um, not teeter, we we kind of go so far to the extreme on one end to where, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, you know, I'm just going to pretend that everything is okay and then nothing is going on in my life. Okay, that's not real. <laughs> that's not true. So let's not do that. Um, because sometimes if we um pretend that things aren't going on or things aren't happening um we can get in a place of of non-resistance to where it's like oh I'm going to pretend I'm going to wish and and hope these things away to where we don't fight against it for one or two we say we're going to wish and hope it away and we're pretending that it's not there meanwhile this uh, cancer no pun intended is growing you know and getting getting worse you know it's like if you ignore um if you ignore something it's not gonna make it go away you know but then on the same on the other end the other extreme is that you know we go from pretending that oh nothing is wrong to where we're pretending that the things that are going on aren't affecting us and so you know, I really try to end life because I've been on both extremes before. You know, I've, I've been on one side where it's like, oh, you know, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Y'all know that little meme. I don't I think that's a little dog or whatever it is, but <laughs> it's that little meme that the little um, dog is in the fire. And it's like, I'm fine, you know, and that can really be looked at one of two ways. Like if you're in a place of faith um, and I'm I'm listening to this message by this guy, if y'all don't follow a dude named uh, Pastor. um. Y'all know I talk, whatever, but um, there's this guy named uh, Pastor YPJ is Jonathan Miller. He's at Faith Alive Ministries in South Bend, Indiana. This man is like dope, right? So I was listening to a message this morning called Peace Within, and it was talking about when Jesus was on the boat. And um, he was asleep and he told the disciples, hey, listen, we going to the other side, right? And so then he was saying how when Jesus was asleep and the wind started going all crazy and the water started splashing all up in the boat and they went downstairs, waking Jesus up, talking about, hey, you don't care that we about to die, you know? And so Jesus, like, you know, hey, he said, w- woke up, um, got to the wind. He said, peace, you know, be still. We Most of us know this story. And... um after that, he told them, Why are you afraid? This is what he's saying in that message. I ain't gonna spoil all of it, but if you go to YouTube and search for Faith Alive Ministries, um, he did this on this Tuesday. It was a message uploaded yesterday, actually, um, because it's Wednesday here. And so, um, saying all that to say, He was saying that Jesus asked them, why are you afraid? And it was because the situations around them, they were thinking, I guess from the disciples' perspective, and even from our perspective sometimes, right? We think that it's the situations around us that are making us afraid. But the truth of the matter is, is that we were afraid before we went into those situations. We were afraid in the situations. And once the situation settled, we're still afraid afterwards, right? And so Jesus then asked them why were you afraid? He said, why, why, why are you scared? And so, um, it's a difference between having peace because everything on the outside is good, but there's a place that I've, I've come to in my life and that I'm growing into where I have peace on the inside. And have I perfected this? No, I'm still tempted with fear in a lot of areas. There are some things that happen a lot of times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know how this is going to work out and why does it seem like this is happening again? Or why does it feel like something else? It's almost like, like I said at the beginning, one thing on the heels of another, um, to where it's like, I, I wrote in my journal, um, when was this, uh, last week? No, no, it was actually September the 2nd, that Saturday. And I was like, God, I was like, Bruh, like can I catch up? Can I come up for some air? Like, can I get a break? And not that God is making these things happen to me, but it's just like it's just it just felt like one thing on the heels of another. Like one thing after another. Like, bruh, like I'm just trying to breathe. Like I I, I would love this abundance and I believe for that. But right now, can I just get my feet settled on the ground? You know, it feels like as soon as I get a footing, you know, as soon as I get, okay, I feel like, you know, I'm kind of getting my, 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 walking legs back, you know, boom, here comes something else. And I'm like, Gian Lee, <laughs> like, Gian Lee, like, bro, like, is this real? Like what? Anyway, whatever. I digress. Um, so, <laughs> but saying all that to say, um, you know, you don't want to get on the other extreme where it's like, oh, you know, um, like nothing is going on in my life and everything is well and, and, and I don't have any problems or issues. Okay, that's also ignoring what's there. And again, it will just continue to make those things, you know, get worse. It's like if you see you cooking something and... uh. Pot catches on fire or whatever. I don't know. And you sit there and you're just like, oh, no, everything is fine. That pot isn't on fire. Okay, burn your whole house down. Ignore your problems if you want to, okay? Ignore the things that are going on in your life if you want to. I am a living witness. It will not get better. (laughs) <laughs> ignore the dysfunction in your life. It will not get better. Ignore the unhealthy boundaries in your life. It will not get better. Ignore the, the, the people and, 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 and things and situations and relationships and in and, and work and in things like that, that, that have not gotten better. Okay. Ignore them if you want to, by the time you, you're going to blink your eyes and that little pot that caught on fire, your whole house is going to be burning down. Right. Okay. So, um, I wasn't planning on saying that this morning, but hey, here we are, and it needed to be said, and me, myself, needed that reminder as well, so y'all know we flow, that's what we do. So, yeah, um, so going back to, you know, what I shared the last time, like I said, there there was a lot of things that happened on the heels of it, and the previous, in previous times, um, I would have just, again, pretended like that didn't happen, or just no, 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 I'm sorry. I wouldn't pretend like it didn't happen. I would recognize and honor that it happened, but I would just ignore the effect and impact that it had on me. And so in therapy, that's one of the things I've been working on for years is not ignoring um, when things hurt, when things affect me, when things go on that, you know, that are not, that don't feel good. They're not happy. They don't elicit happy feelings or, or or good memories or things like that. And so I had to take time again to process all that, so again, here I am now on the heels of 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 um having this double mastectomy, and I shared with you guys what happened after um when I went to the emergency room because I had that allergic reaction to the um, the 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 Lovenox, which is the the thing that helps your blood. you not to get blood clots um after surgery. sometimes you have to do what we call DVT prophylaxis, which is like deep vein thrombosis. It's to help your blood not clot up. Cause you know, if you get a blood clot, it can go up to your lungs. It can cause you to die. Honestly, that's a pulmonary embolism. Um, it can go up to your brain and cause you to have a stroke It can go to your heart and cause you to have a heart attack. So these are things we do in medicine to help that those things not to happen. So, um, get home from that, following up with plastic surgery. And one of my nipples is not really healing um, the right way. One of them is doing great. One of them is not. And so I'm just like, okay, you know, so I'm going having these follow-up visits. We're looking at it. We're doing these things. We're using these creams to kind of help get blood flow going back to, you know, that nipple area. It was my um, my, my left nipple. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, cool. Doing all the things. And she was like, okay, I want you to try this hyperbaric um, therapy, which is pretty much you lay in this chamber you get this really 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 high dose of um oxygen and it helps to to get blood flow circulating to um the tissues in your body. And so a lot of times when you have people that have had like really really bad accidents and wounds and stuff like that and the the circulation there is poor, they'll do some they'll do like a hyperbaric therapy um where you pretty much lay in this chamber it's almost as if you're like below sea level. You don't feel it it doesn't hurt. Your ears pop a little bit, but past that um yeah, it's it's that's kind of what it is. So, um, I did that for a a good little minute, and so um, I ended up on a different antibiotic, um, just because some other things were going on, and they had to switch me to something else. Um, but I was cool, no harm, no foul. It was nothing I hadn't taken before in the past, and so um, this was on um a Sunday actually, and my parents had just left to go to um head back to Mobile. And so I was home and I feel like I talked about this. If I did, y'all forgive me. You're going to hear it again because I don't want to stop this and go back because I have to get my day started. But um, I went to, um, my parents had just left. And so I had taken this antibiotic and I ended up itching and I was itching so, so, so bad. Um... And then it felt like my skin was on fire. It felt like I was getting bit by like ants or something. I don't know. And I was like, no, this isn't good. Like this isn't supposed to be. And so um, it started itching in my head and in my face. And I was just like, okay. So I told my husband, I was like, hey, can you go get um, some. Hey guys. Okay. So I had to take a quick pause for the cause because I was like, Part of me was like, you said this already, but then part of me was like, "Um, no, you didn't. So I had to go back and listen (laughs) to the end of the last episode. And um, I actually did share that part already. And so, again, um, I I always told you guys that I would be transparent. Um, And I talked about last season how there's this thing of perfectionism that I am I'm dying to. <laughs> I have to literally like take that part and those tendencies and those inclinations, I guess, and just like crucify them daily for lack of better words. Um, I have to be very intentional because sometimes in my quest to make things perfect, um, I end up doing nothing. And so perfectionism can um, paralyze you. It really, really can. And so then you look back and then it's like three weeks later and I haven't recorded a podcast or it's, you know, two months later and I still haven't um, outlined my business plan because I feel like I need to have this has to be right and I have to be this and then even y'all for me it even boils down to like the environment oh well I have to clean my desk off before I can record girl put this computer down get that microphone plug it in and get to going and then you know set some realistic goals sure clearing your desk off is important absolutely but is that a requirement for you to do the things that you know you're supposed to be doing, even when it comes down to like my day. I'm like, oh, well, I want to write with a certain type of pen in my planner. And I just don't feel like I can do it until I get the ink pen that I want. And then I'll try one. I was like, oh, well, I don't like the ink on that, you know. And it's a it's a teeny tiny bit of OCD-ishness going on there. Um, there's actually something called OCPD it's, um obsessive compulsive personality disorder, as opposed to OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. So y'all all my PA stuff, my medical degree stuff just be popping in and out of here, but that's okay. Because all of who I am matters. <laughs> I feel like when we try to like um, tone down certain parts of us that make us who we are, we lose a lot of our authenticity. And so um, again, something else that I kind of dealt with in life, um, you know, saying like, oh my gosh, you know what, I can't be too much of this. Or I can't show that much of this part of me. You know, I can't be too quirky. I can't be too, you know, this. And you know what, the best thing I can be for me is to be the me that God created me to be. And the best thing I can do for others is be the me that God created me to be. And those who love it, love it. And those who don't, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah but um so yeah i i um admittedly today is thursday i started recording this and it was supposed to be released yesterday which tuesday is the day that i really try to do my um release the podcast and everything if you notice probably the energy on this one is a completely different because (laughs) where i was when i started recording is not where i am now and that's just that's life that's growth you know that's just a part of the process and things like that so Anywho I digress, um so yeah, we will call last episode the end of sharing um from my scars, and so um yeah i I that that's kind of where I was, and so I guess I'll kind of wrap up with um that kind of segment for lack of better words, um with saying that you know whenever you go through things in life, um we all are on this like journey to healing. And I feel like a lot of times, not I feel like society and, and, and misnomer and, um, just faulty teaching tells us that healing is a destination. Um, when healing is a journey, it's not something that we just wake up and say, Oh, you want to know what I've healed from that? Sometimes it takes a couple days, a couple weeks, a couple months. Um, because over time, you know, you'll realize things that happen, um, and you're you'll be triggered by it, you know, and whenever something that comes up that reminds you of that thing that happened, um, it can still trigger you sometimes. And a lot of the emotions that kind of go along with that will kind of let you know where you are. And so this whole notion, if y'all hear that in the background, that's my laundry. Let me go close the door real quick. In one second. okay hopefully that's a little bit better so um yeah but there's this whole thing of like you know um healed is this is this this like final destination is this thing whatever but i'm saying all that to say that that it is a journey and sometimes when you're triggered um it'll let you know kind of where you are and so one thing about um i feel personally for my journey Um, on this journey to like healing and wholeness and things like that is that, you know, when things come up and it puts you in mind of that situation, one thing I do is do a self-check and I'm like, okay, Faith, how do you feel? Um, This happened, you felt, um, you know, dismissed by this, by a different provider or in a different situation. What comes along with that for you? And for a while, I honestly was like, i was still hurt i was still bleeding and i would get very very defensive um on some things because i'm just like you are that person. This is the same situation. Whereas there may have been some similarities, it wasn't exactly the same. And then I would hear other people tell me about things that happened with them. And y'all, I'd be ready to go. Like, I'd be ready to fight. Like, I right, like let's go. Let's go get them. on uh-uh, we ain't gonna let them do that to you. And they need to know, but if you want me to call for you, I'll come to your appointment with you. Okay, fake, calm down, like, calm down, killer. All right, like you do it too much, but. You know, um, I will say at this point now to where um, part of the journey of healing is also forgiveness. And one thing that I really have learned about forgiveness is that forgiveness does not require an apology from the other person. Forgiveness is a choice. Sorry, could you say that again? That's my watch out. Sarah be all up in my business. I'm like, you don't listen when I tell you to do this when I'm talking to you when I'm not. You all up in my business. So be quiet. Siri, um <laughs> but yeah, um, forgiveness is something that does not require the other person's input. it doesn't require the other person's apology. it really is a choice um now, forgiveness and reconciliation are not the same thing in no way, shape, form, or fashion, however, I can choose to forgive someone, and forgiveness is simply releasing them from the things that they've done and it's releasing the hurt um the pain the the disappointment and the things like that that go along with it and so not only in this journey you know with my health and but just in life you know i really am learning um to forgive and what that looks like and learning to measure what it looks like if i actually do forgive someone and that's something that um if i have time on this one i'm gonna plug in a an audio clip of um this message that my pastor taught on um, on forgiveness and what that looks like i think it's really really helpful and i'll also add a link to the um episode to also just kind of you know give some Insight into that as well. But um, and maybe I'll just do a whole thing on forgiveness. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But anyway, saying anyway, saying all that to say, one of the things that came to mind um when I was um kind of preparing for what this episode would look like. Sometimes I know where it's gonna go, and sometimes I don't, and I just push record and start talking, and it always seems to land exactly where it's supposed to. But you know, I thought about the story of Job in the Bible. And as we, um, for those that may not know, Job is um, one of the books in the Bible. And he was a man that um, went through a whole lot of stuff. I mean, when I say lost everything, I mean lost everything. It was sick and to the point where he was like, you know, I think I'm going to die. lost his kids, lost his wife. I mean, everything that he owned and things like that. And so at the end of Job, it's chapter 42. Um, it said... And this is verse 12. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep, and going over all these things, the number of kids he had. Um, nowhere in the land found was found any women as beautiful as his daughters. He left them an inheritance. It said after this, Job lived 140 years. He saw his children and their children to the fourth generation, which I think is pretty dope. Um, and it said, and so Job died an old man and full of years. And so... I think a lot of times in my, um, the founding pastor of my church taught this, oh my gosh, I don't even know how long ago this was, but it stuck with me. And he was saying that, you know, when Job got all these things back, a lot of times we feel like, oh, well, okay. When I get these things back, it makes everything better. And so when you are that, which is not necessarily the case all the time. However, something that he said that stood out to me, he said that Job, um him getting new children or or you know having a, a family again and getting all these things back it didn't erase what happened but what can happen is that you can forget the pain that's associated with the thing that happened and so there's no way if you lost a child or lost you know a home or whatever the case may be um say you have for teaching purposes only a, a house fire and you lost all of your sentimental belongings baby books and all those things like that or someone stole something from you okay getting another house doesn't mean doesn't take away necessarily the um it doesn't make the the loss that you had null and void but what we can do is when we trust god with the hurt and choose to forgive and choose to release um what it can do is take away the pain god will heal the pain that's associated with it and that's why i feel like at this point i can share from my scars because god has healed the pain that was associated with all of the things and ironically i have a appointment with the doctor next month and when i got the notification that says hey you have this appointment confirmed y'all when i got it i remember initially i was like you know forget her i ain't gonna make it see her no more and i'm gonna find me another doctor and i don't care if i never fall and i was like you want know what i can see her she's a person whatever you know it ain't no thing um, and I'm going to go have my appointment with them. I'm going to, you know, do what I have to do, do my checkups. And after that, I'll be out. But, you know, even with that, I was like, well, wow, I'm extremely grateful that, you know, the pain that was associated with, um, what I felt, um, it's no longer there. It doesn't dismiss what happened. Um, it doesn't mean that I will refer anybody to her. It just means that that's a place where I feel like I've healed, you know, and I did the work on, and on this journey to healing, um, in a place where I feel whole in that area where it doesn't hurt anymore. Um, it hurt then, and it doesn't again, negate what was, but what is now is what I'm grateful for that, you know, um that that i don't i don't deal with the emotions around that anymore and you know i i remember even the journey because it's not like it was like forever ago but i remember the journey and even getting there where you know i remember sometimes i would think about it and i wouldn't cry and i was like that's growth you know then i would think about it and i wouldn't necessarily be you know say if i see her i mean because i'm not gonna lie y'all i told you i keep it real i was like if i see her on the side of the on the road and her car caught on fire I would probably throw a little gasoline and make it burn quicker. Like, that's the amount of anger that I had um, for a girl around this lady. And so, um, even when I got to the point where I was like, you want to know what? If I saw her on the side of the road and, you know, she needed something, you know, initially I was like, I ain't going to stop, but I'll call 911 and say, hey, you know, this lady got a car burning, whatever. But, you know, uh, <laughs> Oh Lord have mercy. I can laugh now, but y'all I was not laughing not long ago. But um yeah, so I can yeah, I, I can do those things. Um and then it got to a place where I was like, you wanna know what? If I saw her and she was in trouble, um I would stop and help, you know, and I was like, okay, faith, that's growth. You know that's growth and then it got to the place where i'm like you want to know what i just have no feelings or emotions around um around her and what happened not just her but even the situation and so even moving forward you know whenever i have this um disappointment coming up next month you know i'm i'm gonna gauge and see how it goes and i'm gonna come back and report to y'all and be like hey listen my appointment like this you know when i went there this is what i felt or this is what i didn't feel you know and and just kind of report in but you know, I think a lot of times we just don't give ourselves enough credit. And I talked about this in the very first episode of the season that we have to give ourselves credit for the, what we call the small things. Like, it's like, oh, well, I'm, I don't fully have what I want. I'm not fully walking in it, but you want to know what you're better than you was yesterday. You know, well, I'm trying to lose, you know, X amount of pounds. Well, I only lost three pounds. Well, how do you get to 30 if you don't get three? You know, or I only um, finished one semester of school. Well, how do you get to the degree if you don't finish one semester? You know, I only, you know, did this or that. Okay, well, how do you get to this if you don't do that? You know, we have to start somewhere and we can't despise small beginnings. So, um. Yeah. I I hope and and pray that whatever it is you're navigating through or going through in life, that you can just kind of use this as encouragement and use it as a gauge. You know, are you are you where you want to be? Maybe, maybe not. But if the answer is no, you know, are you where you were? Like, think about that. Are you where you were? More than likely not. You know. Um. You know, I was talking to I talked to some of my patients about you know um, healthy eating and lifestyle changes and, you know, cholesterol and blood pressure and things like that. And, you know, and I, and I talk to people that, you know, that are, that are addicted to drugs and that are, you know, wanting to stop smoking or they have alcohol addiction or whatever the case may be. And so they are like, oh, well, you know, I mean, when well, I'm still smoking a half a pack a day, well, you used to smoke a pack and a half like half a pack a day. I'm like, let's celebrate that. And I try to like gas them up. I am like, kudos to you. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, you want to know what I'm like in the next day, I don't even know how many cigarettes come to pack. Maybe it's 20. I don't know. And if you're smoking 10, I'm like, the next time you come back, if you tell me you only smoking, smoking nine, we're going to celebrate that too, you know, because you don't get to zero without getting to nine, you know? And so, um, yeah, just let that be encouragement to you to, to celebrate um, what we call the small wins, because the wins are wins. I don't care how seemingly small they are, but you have to start to get to whatever it is that you're doing. So I think I'll end this one right here. Um, we'll come back next week and talk a little bit more and um, talk about some other things that happened. I know the first episode, when I started off, we were talking about how I have been feeling and feeling like I had to play catch up and these contingency plans. And then from there, I guess we can kind of pick up on talking about what may brought and, um, how I am kind of navigated from May up until now. And so, um, again, peace and love. Thank you so much guys for being on this journey with me. Um, and make sure you like, if you can like the podcast, like it, favorite it, do whatever they tell you to do on those platforms. Um, don't forget to follow me, Young Survivor, Young Thriver, on IG. And you can email me, Young Survivor, Young Thriver at gmail.com. Until next time, y'all, peace and love.